This is true buzz That Mary Jane Now we ain't new to this From my stones And from my cannabis enthusiasts Never heard a show as good as this uh, Number one, it's the best Bringing in many special guests In the industry of cannabis Business owners to growers Even artists you know of So sit back and just roll up Perfect show for my smokers True buzz Hey. Lighting one up here with the pack at Smoklahoma TV. I'm loading up a little of this island here, this uh, Cali here, man. It's pretty good, pretty good for the price point. So uh, thanks for coming on today, man. How you doing? Oh, man. Good, good, man. Thanks for having me, man. It's an honor to be here for real. Hey, likewise. <laughs> so w- what kind of blunt you smoking up there, man? Uh, Right now, I'm smoking... Some neon freon. Shit. <laughs> yeah, so uh, see if I can get it to focus there. Maybe not. It's hard sometimes, huh? It's a little yeah. it's blurry, but it looks good, even blurry. Looks uh Yeah. <laughs> it's not showing the true frost that I think's on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, what's your favorite rap to you? Here we go. What let's do you do like? It. Oh, what do you oh yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. There we go. Now. Oh, there we go. Okay. Nice. Nice. Bit better. Looking good. Looking yeah. good right there. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you, what did you roll? What's that rap you got working there? Uh, what do you like to roll for blunts? Oh man. I'm. Roy, oh, okay. So, you, you know, I, I feel that those are, the, I go I, with I, the I, hip Rillos. It's hard to beat, man. It's hard to beat. Yeah. I, I, I used to smoke like uh, when I first started smoking, you know, it was just joints. And then when I got old enough to get cigars, I was Swisher Sweets, Phillies, you know. But uh, over the last six years, I'm like, well, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. So why am I smoking tobacco paper? So I, I completely switched over to hemp wraps. Real, t- You're making me jealous. Shit, I wish I had a fucking hemp wrap on me right now, but it's got a little bubbly. <laughs> bubbler will do bubbler will do um so dope man so tell me a little bit about the history of uh smoke Oklahoma tv man and uh <coughs> with weed and see where it goes yeah for sure uh well when all of this uh when 788 passed here in oklahoma um you know i mean the the word smoke Oklahoma, i've been using i, I have a background in music and hip-hop engineering mixing mastering videos graphic design you name it and uh, back in like 96, I was like 16. I, uh, you know, I was using Smoke Oklahoma. We had a song called Smoke Oklahoma and was using it a lot in our songs. But once all this went legal a few years ago, uh, medical, uh, let me say medical. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I was, uh, there were magazines, there were a lot of magazines coming in from Oklahoma, like cannabis magazines. And I mean, no offense to anybody, but they were geared towards 50 year old white men. And so I was thinking like, you know, my whole hip hop crowd and, 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 and everything here is real rich. I, I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma and the hip hop crowd downtown is in full effect. And I'm like, why are they having all these events and these magazines and stuff? And there's nothing geared towards, you know, my people, my friends. And so that's when I was like, well, I'll do Smoke Oklahoma Magazine. Cause I, I did a magazine uh, about 10 years ago, uh, underrated little hip hop magazine. Only did a couple issues, but I was like, let me do a magazine and just make it better, you know? But the cost of print in the last 10 years is through the roof. So I was like, well, I'll just do Smoke Oklahoma TV and I'll do a YouTube channel and I'll just try to do cannabis infused content. You know, um, I had seen uh, a couple other like Rough House. I saw yours. I saw uh, some others that were more educational, you know, on the educational stuff. And I was just like, what if we had a, like a channel where we would have all these different shows that like, you know, we'd have like an edible show. We'd have like, I have one called Taste Buds. And I, I basically that. got, I, I watched some of that. Yeah. It's so nice. It's nice. It's... Two guys take dabs, put on blindfolds and eat candy bars and guess which ones they are. Just stupid stuff, you know, but uh, you know, as, as a stoner, it's, it's fun to watch. Um, so just wanted a whole bunch. We, I did one called 
cushion coffee where we have a coffee shop here that has a dispensary inside and so i went there and talked with a rap artist and, and you know uh and that was right before covid so i did one episode of that and then i started getting sponsors like crazy but then covid hit coffee shops closed lost all my sponsors so just having to you know roll with the ball in this new world and uh so yeah, I just started just doing like videos and and just you know incorporate my music and and some of my crazy ideas, uh, and I've got a lot of them, and so I just <laughs> wanted to just just to keep doing content that wasn't just like like you know I go on Instagram and I'd see other people's content and basically it's like hey I'm here I'm gonna take a dab, bye you know what I'm saying I'm like well that's not really content you know what I mean, I feel uh, so. So I wanted, you know, more context. I wanted to hear people's conversations. I wanted to talk with patients, talk with doctors, talk with people who, for some reason, are still against cannabis, just to see kind of like what's going on with you, you know? Um, that's what I want. That's what, that's what I'm craving these days. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it just kind of just, it's kind of been my driving force, you know? And um, now I'm working on opening a, a lounge, Smoke Oklahoma Lounge. Oh, shit. So like a, so like a lounge and social club just for card holders. And so we, we, we working on the building now, but once it's set in stone, I'll be ready to, to, to launch it. I'm hoping we can hit that 420, but if not, you know, we got, we got to make it right. You know? So that's what I'm working on right now is opening a lounge, uh, a place where people could come and pop up their laptop, drink some coffee and work, uh, maybe get away from the kids for a couple hours and smoke and, play video games, live comedians, puffing paints, you know, all of that stuff, man. I feel that, man. I feel that I'm trying to do something <laughs> similar, man. Let me know, man. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm thinking in my head lately, I might not do it, but I just want to like go on a road trip to basically every state where at least it's medicinal and go experience that vibe, man. Like roll up to yeah. a lounge, fucking smoke up, do some videos and shit. Yeah. Have a good time, man. Oh no, that, that'd be dope. Uh, have you, uh, dude, anytime you're out here, hit me up, man. Have yeah, you made for it sure. Out to you got to stop but... through here. <laughs> for sure, man. For sure. Yeah, that, dude, that's cool, man. I, I feel that 100% that you're going that route. And it's crazy that you've, uh, right when it was popping, fucking COVID hit like that with the coffee shop and doing it like that. But hey, it's only going to make it better when it's um, like you're, you're maneuvering, though. You're, you're figuring out how to make it make it work, man. I got respect for that. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. Uh yeah, it's been, I mean, it's been interesting, you know, before all of this, when, before it was medically legal, you know, we, you just take whatever you get, you know, and you'd be like, what is this? And they'd be like, I don't know. It's some gas though. And I'm like, okay, I guess, I guess I'm going to go smoke some gas. Um, but, uh, oh, once it became, once it became, um, medically legal, then I was able to find the the strains and the stuff that I needed to help with my anxiety and my pain without having to resort to pills. And I've been pill free for almost four years now Respect. Uh, be because of cannabis. So fucking rock me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I love, no, I love hearing that shit, man. It's awesome that you can bring that to what you're doing with a uh, smoke Oklahoma TV is just giving that real perspective that people, you know, maybe want to hear need to hear whatever they need to hear but that's some real shit man that can legitimately help a lot of people so that's dope yeah like that's what's up real talk on that man so what got you into the hip-hop yeah. scene man oh man uh i mean when i was i was about 15 um you know i, I had always when i was like three and four my mom bought me one of those little brown fisher price tape recorders with the microphone from yeah, the 80s oh shit I, and she would i would always be rapping and, and and rhyming you know on that when i was a kid but later when i was about 15 uh me and my brother got a keyboard and a microphone and we just started teaching ourselves how to do everything um and then i, I hooked up with some people here uh i kind of bullshitted they called me and was like uh you know uh do you know how to work this machine? And I was like, look, uh, okay, no, I don't know how to work. At first I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just bring it over here. I'll, I'll, I'll work it. But I was like, look, I don't know how to work it, but if you come over here and we smoke down, 
I will figure it by the end of that night, we'll be recording a song. So he brought this VS 880 rolling uh, eight track recorder over and I had my keyboard and, and he brought a mic and, and brought a couple ounces of weed and boy, we just started messing with it. And I was, you know, having to play each track four minutes because I didn't know how to play an eight bar loop in this machine and copy and paste it. Now it's so easy to do all of that, you know, uh, but you appreciate the hard stuff. Um, then, you know, it, it started to pick up. We had all these songs. Uh, uh, no, nobody wanted to make beats. So I had to teach myself how to make beats. And I did. And then we had all of these beats and no way to record them. So I taught myself how to engineer, record, mix, master. Um, then we had all of our songs done and no artwork. And this was when uh, Pen and Pixels was doing like all the Master P covers and stuff. And we called Pen and Pixels and was like, you know, trying to get a price on just the album cover. And they were like $3,600 for a front cover. We're like, so I, I called them and asked them what software were they using. And I just went and got the software and I just learned how to make album covers. And I did that since 97, 98. We were putting out real CDs, selling CDs out the trunk, going state to state, going to Canada to pick up our CDs, then driving from Canada all the way back to Oklahoma, hitting every state and, you know, hood all the way home, you know. And uh, we did that for like five years and it was good. And then we just, we kind of parted ways, but we both kept being active in music and you know, I wanted to get more into it. So I started doing better graphic design, doing logos. And then I started messing with video and learning how to edit and do all of this stuff, man. I basically cut out all the middlemans. You know, I'd be like, oh, how do you do that? Uh, thank you very much. And then I just take that knowledge and go with it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I feel that 100% because <laughs> I do the same thing or I've kind of kind of a one-man band most of the time here just in terms of editing video and all that but it, it is nice though to have somebody else helping out but i feel the if you know everything i feel like it's the key though right if, if you know it all then you can always outsource it but having the underlying knowledge is the where it's at so you know what's like oh you're not delivering on this shit like i could do better than you're out <laughs> right right and people can always people can always take your ideas they can always, uh, you know, try to do exactly what you do, but what they can never do is whatever knowledge you learn, that's yours. Nobody can ever take that from you. So, you know, I just, I just soaked it up and I, I'm done rapping now, you know, I'm 40 years old. I'm like, oh, I'll let the kids have it, you know? Um, <laughs> but I still, I still like, I still make beats every day and now I make beats and put them on my YouTube channel or, you know, um, or, you know, give them to friends to put on their music and stuff. So I still stay active in it and, uh, you know, just ready to kind of move on to a, a different chapter, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel Yeah. You're on the, well, it seems like you are too, man, but it's cool though. Cause I, I, there's something about me too, that I've always loved the hip hop. I love the beats. I love freestyle and just freeze my mind. I don't claim to be, the best or even you know good at it but there's something about the music when you dive into it that's cool that is mind freeing just oh, yeah. that's our weed's cool too and if you combine them then you're then it's cool too <laughs> it yeah it's definitely it's definitely therapy it's definitely therapy i i put out anytime i get get angry i start hearing a beat in my head i go right back there and start making it like okay we, we're not gonna be mad by the time i'm done with this 16 bar loop <laughs> okay i need to check out some more of your shit man for sure yeah i've tried to do oh, some. yeah i've tried to do some on my channel artist spotlight i've been slacking on i think i've done four or five of them but just try to work with an art or just try to like put an artist out a little bit like i'm fucking with their stuff here's their video basically but mm -hmm. which is cool man I, I need to do more of them i kind of fell off doing it a little bit but gotta get we have going. so many hip-hop artists here in tulsa I mean, we've got some in Oklahoma City too, but the ones here in Tulsa that I know, because I'm a Tulsa boy, and they got they've they've got so many dope cannabis music. Like you know, they do cannabis music. You know what I mean? And uh, it's just good to see that you know, and and to see everything here. Like Oklahoma, I never would have thought this state is so red. I was like, there's no way that's gonna happen, you know? <laughs> but 
man, we pulled it through. But you know, it was it, just like it was in Cali and Vegas and everywhere else. When they start making those new rules and they start adding in, you know, legislature to make things harder, make things cost more. I remember in Cali when they overtaxed y'all and then they had to run the tax back. <laughs> <laughs> We're no. still getting tackled like a motherfucker out here too is what's crazy. And I, I said, uh, talking to this dude from Florida, I did a podcast earlier on Zoom and uh, we were talking because I saw an article that said they're trying to make this new shit in Florida that if you're under 21, the THC content can't be more than 10%. Oh, man. So, well, you know, like, it's just like mistake. That's... Yeah, it's just, it's just stupid. So I just wanted, he had the same thought too. I'm like, dude, that's crazy. But yeah, it's crazy to see yeah. like seem to go good. But dude, so yeah, I want to learn a little more about the Oklahoma vibe out there, man. How is it with like your experience, just being seeing everything kind of go down in terms of legalities and it's, shit in the past? And- it's had its ups and its downs. I mean, uh, I'm just happy we're here and we could have these conversations. And you know, I got my card, and you know, I got I got ten years on paper for having two ounces of weed in my house all right so when this get when this got made legal and i got my card and they're like you can have three ounces on you at all times i was like uh mom i made it you know what i'm saying like (laughs) we made it we we're here now um uh, you know i'm just happy to see that you know uh it's crazy too because like when 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 covet hit here the dispensaries had to change up then they started allowing their bud tenders to come out to the car, get your money, drive through windows. You know what I'm saying? So like they, they, they came out to my car, took my money, went in there, got the stuff, came out. I'm looking at the kids and I'm like, y'all know daddy went to jail for doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, dude, you, know what's, you know what's cool though is that like, I feel like you guys adapted more than we did out here. Um, I was talking about this recently. It's just like, dude, we didn't have, like, I felt like there should be more drive-thrus. I feel like there should be more shit like that. But it was kind of just all the same out here. You just had to wait in line, you know, apart or whatever if you're going to the dispensary. But that's cool that, like, I I love that about this whole situation is the creativity that comes from it and the good shit, you know? Right. Like like you're saying, like, kicking right now, talking, like, shit, man. There's a a bright side to uh, COVID for me is just being able to do this because who – like who I, I wouldn't even be doing this shit on zoom most of the time you know talking to people in different states which i love and i love hearing about the different shit it just makes me happy but i digress man i do it all the time <laughs> yeah yeah so man, how much is your run I mean, out I, there I, I, in a dispensary sorry to interrupt no what'd you say but how much does it run out there for like an eighth in a dispensary usually it's some good shit is it like oh i mean you know you're paying anywhere from well if you get an industry discount um uh then you're not really having to pay much of the tax so you end up paying like anywhere from 30 to 40 dollars for an eighth of some fire you know uh not that there's not some out there that's 50 or 60 dollars but i would argue that you know it's more it's more for show yeah. you know they a lot some of the buds here they're they're like um if you ever went to the horse tracks and you saw a horse that just was like beautiful and you're like can, is this horse is going to win you know what i'm saying and it looks really good but then you smoke it and you'd be like eh. <laughs> you know but <laughs> i, but I the, like that analogy I've, man i like that i've got some i've got some products here to show off uh just to kind of show you some flour i got some dabs i got some uh yeah let's, some gummies, let's check it out let's you know? check it out yeah yeah well, what are the gummies? So, uh, I'm curious, or whatever is in your hand there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is this is from apothecary extracts. Okay, live resin gummies. I feel that. Nice. 200, 200 milligrams in a bag, so they full spectrum. Do you guys have a limit uh, the out there of millig? Is two hundred the limit you can do in edibles, or what? How does that work? There are no limits. In I like Smoke, it. Oklahoma. I like it. I like it. <laughs> you know, you can go get you can go get a thousand milligram brownie. You can get a three thousand milligram brownie. I like it. I like it. Uh, you know, it just depends on what kind of roller coaster you want to go on. Uh, <laughs> uh, while we're talking about gummies, though, let me explain something that you might I don't know if you've come across this or not, but if you 
a lot of the edibles here are made with distillate. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. I just don't want distillate in my edibles. That's just me personally. But I found out because I have gallbladder issues. So um, edibles that's made with distillate don't really affect me. It doesn't absorb properly. So like stuff that's like, this is made with live resin. You know what I mean? So I'm definitely going to fill these. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, yeah. Uh, well, those are I, monsters. Well, what do they look like? Are they? But I fuck with that because yeah, I have yeah, a, out, out here. Um, I do. Kiva came out with some. They were kind of the first out here of a live resin little fucking like disc and old looking pog container type shit. It's pretty dope. I'll tell you one thing I wish that we didn't have so much of the child proof rules. Dude, I, I, I fuck up open those packs all the time. I just have scissors on hand. <laughs> Yeah, see, and this is the one time I don't have scissors. Oh, you're good. Me. You're good, man. If if it's if it's giving you trouble, no worries. I was just curious. Yeah. Can... Yeah, I want to show you something. This is apothecary too. I got a lot of their uh, their dabs. Now are now are they like a one one store or like or are they kind of like a franchise style? So they started out with just products in all the dispensaries. Now they have their own dispensary in Oklahoma city. And all of these, all of this live that I got from them is you can only get at their shop. Like you can't go, you can go to the other dispensaries and get some of the other products. That's dope. I like that. That's fucking smart business model. Right but, there. It, but, but it's, it's, it's exclusive. That's fucking legit. No. That's a good idea. Looks tasty. Yeah. This is some GMO cookies. I like how it's uh, still in a, I like how it's still in the glob there. So you can know it was just like that. You know how sometimes it like might like seem like it melted on the side or some shit and you open it and it's like on the around. lid. Yeah. Yeah, man. They take they take good care of their stuff, man. Apothecary. They they're they're one of the top notchers up here. Uh this is the come on, garlic truffles. Mm. This is this yeah, is this right here. Interesting is so... shit. Just Does it have a like little... a <laughs> shit? Yeah, huh? Garlic truffle. Yeah, that's some shit right there. Garlic truffles. Yeah, and I got uh let's see. I just name. I can pull one more out. The name them off. Uh, you can make me jealous that after this one we might. <laughs> 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 okay, here we go. Here's one. Here's one you would like. This is L.A. Kush cream. Okay, okay. <laughs> so yeah, we got I mean we got some dope uh uh packaging and stuff down here. Okay, okay. Yeah, you it's know uh, what I'm saying? Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah man. Uh so how much do those carry, run? Man. How much do those run? Those are all like grams, right? So like uh, yeah, so of course the live is more than the like the wax and you got the wax. Yeah. The live is more up there with the price to the diamonds. Um, like you know, I went crazy when all this happened. I was like, I want to try the shatter. I want to try the diamonds. I want to try the sauce. <laughs> Give me everything. Let's have a buffet. You know. Uh, but once I once I started with the live, I, I never went back, man. Uh, I feel you, man. I feel you. It, it just, I get that taste of flour and that's like, I'm a flour guy. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Okay. There's some, I got some it's cold. It's the future, man. Here. We're both. Yeah. We're, we're... <laughs> well, what do you know, got there? No, man. I'm, this is some cold cure. Cold. So is it like a live red? What? Yeah. Like yeah. Live yeah. So cold style? cure batter. It's batter. Oh, okay. Shit. I don't know. If, uh, Cold cure batter. Something uh -huh. new. I, I don't know much about that at all, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> they they got oh, it yeah. on lock though, apothecary. And then I got some flour. This is this is really to get to these over here real quick. Uh you always like having a sample like that, just having the options, you know? Uh yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I mean usually keep like a plethora around me but you know if <laughs> if uh 
you know, if they know like the town and the state, they, they mess with a lot of the influencers here. They know that, you know, we're, we all just love the medicine, man. And, uh, you know, they look out for the patients here. That's, that's why the medical program is so good. That's why people are hesitant to go wreck here because they like, they don't want to met, like we got a good thing. We don't want to mess it up, you know? Yeah, that's, that's an interesting thought too. Hopefully it does, but uh, see what happens. Yeah. Let's see here. Which one is this? There is something nice about medical though. Yeah. What is this here? This is some peyote critical. Peyote this is critical. from high, high vibrations. It's very dark. And I was about to say, deep. it's got a little perp, a little like blue in that shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. High vibrations. They're a, a grower out here in Tulsa. Uh, they got... They set up at like Z Leafs and a lot of the major dispensaries here. And man, they got some good genetics over there. This is the Thunderfuck Diesel. Shit. That's a fucking awesome name. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you know, get the old Photoshop uh, looking there with no filter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, looking good right there. Dang it. Uh -huh. You got the whole arsenal right there, man. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I knew I was coming on the show and I was like, uh, huh, let's represent Smoklahoma the right way, you know. <laughs> hey, let, respect let, to that. I know, I know that out there, I know Cali, they know what they're doing. They've had a lot of time. Look, we're just like three, four years, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and moving. This is one of my favorite strains. This is in my top five. This is kickflip number seven. Okay. Oh damn. Yeah. Uh, bam. There we go. Nice. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's got some, some nice color to it too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like the rainbow and oh, it smells so good. I go. I I tend to go for the sweeter indicas. I smoke them all. Those taste the best. Though, uh, just think, to knock but, them off my list. There's <laughs> there, there's something about those past <laughs> ones you show me that when they usually have that color to them, I feel like. And that smell just tastes right too. It just follows in the follows in the right path. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one is this? Uh, one more. I got glue ball somewhere. Word, word. So, <laughs> you, what's you? So you roll blunt or those hemp wraps mostly? You, it looks like That's you the dabs, man. I don't mess with the dabs too often, but I like them. Oh, I mean, yeah. This is uh, this is. Uh, seeds, seeds, seeds. Oh, this is uh gelato cake. Okay, okay. a little greener. Nice. You know? But yeah, um, no, the dabs. I mean, here's the thing. Like I, like I, I show you what I'm using right now. I'm using this Aries Eight. It's is loaded it's up in there. It's just like a little, wax pen. Is no, it like it's a, just like. Oh. Like a nectar collector? Bam, Hashco Labs. <laughs> not a sponsor, not a sponsor. And then I just, you know what I'm saying? You, you turn this on, put it on high heat for this. Okay. Once it flashes red, you hold it and. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, it's dope. It's uh. I haven't, I haven't really seen that done, honestly, man. I, I have the old school ones that you heat up, like Nectar Collector with like a torch and shit. But that makes sense, too. That's convenient as shit. No butane taste. <laughs> That's why I like it. <clears throat> it's got a ceramic uh, coil with like a sponge on it. So it like soaks it all in and heats it up. And what do you pop this? What do you think about the carts the, like the, that screw onto like a 510 or something, the wax carts and shit? So <clears throat> a, a cartridge is probably the only place that I will accept dissolute. Okay. Um, like I like, I liked cartridges. I used to smoke them quite a bit. Uh, when all this, uh, first came legal, I got a job at a dispensary dream job, right? No, no, not a dream job. 
It was a fucking nightmare. Can I can I say that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I've been trying. Like normally, I'm cussing a lot more. I've been uh, you know just dialed it down a little bit. Um, but, I've been trying to do that but, myself, uh, but it never works for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I worked for this shop. I was like assistant manager for about ten months, and I I made the place boom. Me and the manager, we we made that place crack. Um, like people literally came in there to see us you know they didn't, they were like what do you got we just want to buy from you um but after 10 months and making making them like over half a million dollars uh you know 13 dollars an hour just it's not it was not working you know and uh it was just a crazy situation man but i i knew all of the street side of cannabis all right the business side, learning that was a was an eye opener, and it had similarities to the street side. <laughs> you know, uh, the only difference is like people in business can treat you like shit, and then you're just supposed to take it and walk away. Um, so it, it was a learning experience, but I never want to work in a dispensary again. <laughs> Uh, the the coolest part about it was the patients and the stories and 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 me suggesting some kind of pain cream or a tincture to a patient and them coming back the next time and saying that was awesome it worked for me and I'm like I told you we're gonna find something here that's gonna work for you you know and that's, um, that's awesome man that's how I feel doing videos sometimes when I can help out and even like in the comments if somebody asks some shit and it's like it feels good. Like you're saying like, actually I've never worked in a dispensary, but I kind of feel like I'm in a digital one in a way, you know? <laughs> right. Right. But yeah, the conversations, that's the best part. I mean, of course, going and getting what you want and what you need is important too, but uh, that's what, you, that's what your show does. That's what doing cannabis content does is taking that conversation with the patients and making it just about that. Like we can all, we can all have arguments of, oh, Indica's better than Sativa. And oh, I've heard some of the craziest stories, and I've got some of the craziest stories working in, in a dispensary. Like, I've heard it all. I've had somebody come in and ask me if they could buy a pound. <laughs> I was like, well, not here, but, you know, I wish you well on your journey. You know, uh, uh, you know, I've had people come in and say, oh, it's, if it's $10 a gram, can I give you $5 and get half a gram? It's like a garage uh, so, sale. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what is this? You know, I, I, I like yeah, the pay less shoes of dispensaries. So I have a question for you because I've always thought this bartending for a long time. I have assholes come in every now and then that are just huge assholes. But I've figured that people buying weed probably aren't like that. Or, or have you ran into your fair share of just like dicks coming in to buy weed? Oh, oh yes, oh yes, I've. I, <laughs> This is the thing, like working in a, in a dispensary, I'm like, okay, I can't be the street guy. I can't be Pac-Man. I can't be Pac-Man. I can't be Pac-Man. So this guy, he called He called up there and he was like, yeah, man, how much are y'all's ounces? And I said, hey, we're having a special today. Uh, you can get two ounces for $325. And he was like, nah, how about I give you $100 and you give me an ounce? And I was like, look, man, this ain't the street, man. This is, we're not going to do that here. And he said, man, I'm about to come up here. Well, at, at, at that point, when he said that, like all of that not being street shit went right out the window. And I was like, well, bring your bitch ass up here then. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, 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 the owners called, they were like, uh, a patient left a, left a, he left a review on weed maps about you saying you, you was telling him to come up here to fight. I said, I didn't say to fight. I said, just bring your bitch ass up here. It's checking. And, uh, you know, so, so yeah, I, I had a fair share of that. Oh, okay. One more story about a, a irate patient. Okay. This is the one of the only times I say one of the only, it's probably three times where me and the security guard had to physically drag somebody out okay so <laughs> this guy this guy bought a vape battery and he bought a cartridge you know because we we saw both so he brings it in he was like he was like this isn't working and i was like fine so let me check it out and so i'm like if it don't work we'll, we'll replace it no problem he was saying that the cartridge wasn't working 
And so I look and he doesn't have it screwed all the way on. It's 510 thread. So I screwed it on. I hit it. I was like, try it now. And he was like, he took it and he and he took it back and like loosened it again and said, see, it's not working. <laughs> and I'm like, is this dude think like I'm high, but does he think I'm that high? And, and so I was like, look, man, you, you got to tighten it all the way. And he goes, well, fine. And he threw it in his backpack, which after this, we, we made the rule where you can't bring a backpack into the back. He threw it in his backpack and he started waving his hands in my face. He goes, I'm going to tell you right now that you're not going. And I'm like, Jason. <laughs> and he goes, what? I said, if you heard Jason, then it's time for you to go. So boom, my, my dude is right there at the doorway. Like, what's up? I said, he's waving his hands in my face. He needs to leave. Anyway, so so Jason, we all like moving this good dude out the he's trying to reach back. He left his backpack. Uh you know, he told me I was burning in hell. And I was like, no, I'm just, you know, I'm just gonna burn some weed. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. Uh in a weird way, in a weird way, it's like like it's funny, like it's almost good to hear because it's like I thought that like, I'm, but I've also kind of put like the dispensary vibe. Cause when I go in, I'm so chill. Like, everybody's so nice is like how it should be. But it's like, right. it's, it's, it's just crazy that there's people out there, no matter where it is in the most, like, right. It's always like bullshit that could just, <laughs> yeah. They'll, That's some they'll funny come shit in and though, man. Shit. Mess everything up, you know? Yeah. They just got up. Uh... <laughs> yeah. They make we, I've funny got stories some though. They make some, some good memories. Yeah, though. they do. <laughs> So um, out there in the dispensaries, is most shit prepackaged or can you like put it out and let people like smell it out the jar and shit? Oh, they got prepackaged here and, and, and I'm fine with prepackaged. That's okay. Um, but preferably I like deli style. I like to check out what you got, tell you how much I want. And then you give me how much I want. Um, a few times I got prepackaged stuff and it was short. And and at that when you get that, like who can you blame? Like if, like if it was I actually short and weight. Make, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. You know half I, a gram I, off of an eighth. I guess I'm too trusting too to fuck. I don't I don't weigh it enough. I just fucking just start smoking it. You know, we had just gotten legal, so all of that, oh, yeah, everything huh? that I did That's on the street, up. I brought into the dispensary. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. Uh, how much is that? I was like, uh, okay, let me get a let me get a, a quarter of that, you know. And, and and when I did that, I never had no problems. I never had somebody make me up something and had to come back. But buying prepackaged stuff, I did. And when you get that, it's like, who do we who do we call and tell about this? Who's gonna believe it? Yeah, no, you know what already, I mean. It's already like, too late, too. Yeah, it's like I already paid for it. Like, I called dispensary. Hey, that prepackaged thing I bought. Well, you need to reach out to the manufacturer. And I'm like, what is this? Is this Walmart? Why am I getting treated like this? I just came in here and bought something. Bro, but this only happened a couple times. Bro, I uh, I bought a vape a while back, like fucking three years ago, right? I had people requesting these vape videos, so I get the vape. I get the shit. I try to do a tracking number and shit on it. I I try to call the company. Like, no joke. Like probably five times maybe maybe a little more to try to figure out like i thought it was legit but i just wanted to follow up for the video because people are asking i just had no luck getting through so i'm like fuck it like wh why do you put this shit on the package that we can track if we can't fucking i don't know there, there was a lack See, of like the, understanding there but the whole tracking system is just now starting here metric like they just started that here just like this last month and uh man it's it's tracking seed to sale and, and there is a negative side to it too but yeah that's uh i saw some fucking trailer for some movie about uh some farmer this is like not weed shit but like some monsanto monsanto shit or whoever that company is basically mm -hmm. was trying to take this guy's rights to his seeds and shit i wonder if that oh, would yeah. ever happen with cannabis seeds where people like all of a sudden if it became federal if all of a sudden the fucking seed corporations like oh, oh, yeah. that's actually our as soon as now. philip morris as soon as philip morris can start to grow it's over you're gonna see you're gonna see packs of packs of cigarettes with joints already rolled in them they're gonna add in additives and all that bullshit but the, and but then the, we're gonna 
you know? oh, sorry. But and then it's gonna it's gonna go downhill. Well, dude, you're fucking the the fucking sad thing is you're right and there's going to be people who don't aren't in the know-how like people who are new coming up in the game who've never tried weed and shit you know if that was the case wouldn't know anything better but i think that's the dope thing about the space too is like the people that have been in the game and know the fucking just stoners who like smoking weed get that shit but like it's yeah. kind of scary to think about the future market if that was if that's the case which it most likely will be all of a sudden yeah some shit yeah yeah shit, man, man. I mean, you got me you got me deep here man I'm... <laughs> hey we try to hold on to what we got you know a lot of people fought hard to get 788 passed here and uh and then it's like okay is it perfect no but does it work yes i mean we've got i don't know like three hundred and sixty thousand uh card card hold members right now we've got 2000 over 2000 dispensaries we've got more dispensaries per capita than california really so y'all's population of course is way bigger than ours but if you take that into effect like we have you know there's over 2000 dispensaries here and you know only a, a couple million people and so, that, and that's where too dude i think i've read some stuff about smoke Oklahoma. if i will if i if, yeah. I, if, if, if I have the privilege of saying it but that it's like yeah, ideal sure. it, it's like the uh ideal place to grow like it not grow in general you know what i'm saying as a business is a good place to come in to do any like make a dispensary uh delivery service whatever for a lot yeah. of reasons because out here like we talked about it gets taxed vegas is taxed the fuck up yeah but uh, but 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 Vegas got money, man. Yeah, like Vegas does tax, but there's so much more money there. Like it's hard to get a job in Vegas for seven dollars an hour. <laughs> that huh. low. Like our minimum wage here is seven to is the seven twenty five, and and everybody's getting that. You know what I'm saying? But in Vegas, man, it's, it's a lot of money. But yeah, they they tax they tax it. That's that's what we have to pay for. That's like, okay, you guys want to have your, your medicine. You want to have your plant. You got to pay for it. You know, luckily, like it's, it doesn't cost that much to get a license here to grow. It doesn't cost that much to get a license to process. It's the same across the board. And, and so, and, so, oh, sorry yeah, to interrupt. So, so it's, it's like open right now too. Is it like, cause a lot of these States, like I've been keeping an eye on Missouri um, because I spent some time in Kansas city, but it's like, all, they they closed off all their licensing like you can't even get one if you wanted right now like they're tell- trying they're, they've got a house bill right now i think it's 27 22 i'm not sure if that's correct but there's a house bill now uh that they're trying to pass that uh what basically what it's going to do is going to make a voucher system where they're like okay we can only have this many dispensaries, this many grows, and this many processors. You can take a voucher, and then when one of these businesses closed, then you can open your business. That's crazy for two reasons, and that sounds like a fucking mafia film. I'm a fucking- and you know what? It's Oklahoma, and it's kind of like the country mafia. Um, that's, 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 that's the downside to like it being in Oklahoma. It's like, oh yeah, we got cannabis, but who's going to be, who is writing this legislature and who are making these amendments to the bill? You see what I'm saying? And it's all people who are trying to profit off of the people who need the medicine. And so they're going to make it more difficult. I, I, I see it coming. And, and I see if that happens, then when a, then a recreational bill goes around for signatures, you're going to see a lot of growers and processors on there. Um, and that's going to change it. You know what I mean? I just hope that whatever we do, as long as we can keep some kind of, uh, you know, protections for the local people here that have pulled their whole family savings together to start a grow, to do something, and, and if we can protect them and keep like these big corporations from coming in, like people from out of town are going to come in and get involved anyway. That's, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about corporations coming in and buying 
a whole thing where it's not even Oklahoma shit no more. Um, that's that's kind of like what I see happening. But you know, when when you mix greed, you know, with with medicine, you it, that's what you're gonna get no matter what medicine it is. And that's and that's some real talk. And it's interesting too. I mentioned the Florida podcast I was talking about earlier. Is that how they have like this this dude Adam was saying basically, it's like six dispensaries that are more franchises and chains it's not like one it's not like as much people like you're saying like actually putting their heart and soul and making like a dope dispensary for whoever even if they have one or two stores which they have out here as well but it just is crazy to me like crazy to see that difference and i'm i'm so i'm so down for like what you guys are doing like it make it makes so much sense and that's what i'm all for is just protecting that and at the end of the day which I kind of alluded to earlier, I think that like the real ones like Smokehoma TV, who's putting out the real shit, like people, people will be the same way, man. Like, I'm not going to go. If somebody did come in to fucking Oklahoma, fucking do their, try to fucking take shit over the big, the real ones will be like, fuck that. So let's fucking smoke Oklahoma right. smoking. Let's see what's good. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I don't know. I'm always on, I'm an optimist like you talking to you today. You're like, I like how you're like an optimist with like anything in the progress is progress to me too. So I like feel that hundred percent. Yeah. But like, but it, it, it's good to address like yeah, shit's man. fucked up too, but shit, man. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. We got to Once we get it to where we can, uh, recognize card holders from other states uh th then things will start st start moving a lot better in a better direction you know man uh, I, I think the excited. lounge is gonna is gonna kill it so dude you I'm took the words to... out of my mouth man i said i was just about to say i'm just excited for the lounge man yeah i'm trying to focus on that man and you know uh just give people a place to socialize i know right now it's tough because you know we're still got this COVID thing going on. It ain't gone yet, um, but we're starting to move in that direction. Where by next year, people might start being comfortable coming out again, and you know what I'm saying. And, and it could so, be a good time. It could be a good time to snatch up some shit too. That's why I'm doing it now. Like yeah, let me get yeah. it and, and thug it out for a year, and and then by next year, people will be like, yeah. Let's, if they come to Oklahoma, they gonna have to come to Smokeoklahoma. That's that's okay. a shameless plug. Smokeoklahomatv.com. Hey, hey, no, ain't shameless at all, man. And yeah. I think I think that would make a fucking actually like legit documentary style fucking film. Just fucking document oh, the whole man, thing. Thanks. Fucking just like film the whole shit. It goes down. Make it even like you could even make it a future like reality style shit. But it's like, dude, I, I think that would just be dope in itself. Seeing the seeing it all go down yeah <laughs> i have to find somebody who can who can outsmoke me to to walk around with a camera with me all the time because yeah <laughs> i'd be i'd be tired of holding my little gimbal looking at myself like oh yeah I'm yeah too high for this shit. <laughs> yeah like make, make it kind of script that's when i when i did some reality work on some tv shit i'm like dude it's so scripted you script out some shit you know like make some just some funny shit real shit whatever but i think it'd be dope to see that the, the come up of the uh the lounge man i'm all about that i'm all about appreciate that. it man appreciate it man yeah for sure I'm, I'm, we're trying to work on it now man hopefully we get it going by by uh 420 that's that's my that's my goal so <laughs> so so the question i got i don't know if you know the answer to too because i'm looking and shit out here as well is like with the space, if you own the space, it's all cool to do whatever you want, basically. So you could have as much smoke as you want in there, right? If you had like a studio space and shit, because you own it. But yeah, basically right now, it's like the same laws apply to cigarettes. So if you if you have a bar and you allow cigarette smoking in your bar, then they can have like a 420 event where they let people with their cards come in and smoke. Are you uh Son, close the door? <laughs> are, are you allowed are you allowed the uh restaurant owners or bars are allowed the option to smoke cigs? 
Yeah, I mean, if you own the building, then it's up to you. Oh shit! If if you lease the building and the person that you're leasing the building from is okay with it, and you got some good ventilation and you know maybe some air purifiers, like they got an air purifier for eight hundred bucks that I saw a demo of, fifteen hundred square foot. They put it in a fifteen hundred square foot box, filled it up with smoke, and in thirty seconds the smoke was gone. So you know you you got to be able to keep it kind of where it's safe you know what i'm saying yeah. or it's not too much smoke but like with with the lounge the trouble I, I had was finding a standalone building because if it's connected to another business forget about it you know they're not going to want no marijuana smoke i've talked to so many real estate people and as they're like look before we go any further i just want to let you know that i have nothing to do with cannabis i'm like have a good day so and that's you know, why I ask because it's it's harder to it's harder than most people would think to find some shit. Oh yeah, and, and it's easy to find a, a place where you want to put a dispensary. So a lot of places are fine with you selling it. They're like, yeah, sell it, make your money. Or a lot of these uh businesses right now, too, with COVID hit, ain't even open back up. So everything is closing down. So any of these people who lease in spaces. You can negotiate cheap prices because they ain't leasing shit right now. Um, you know, and, and so like that's why it's the best time to do something, is why everything is down. You know, you get it cheap, you know, you find so I found a, a couple, a couple good standalone buildings, you know. Uh and you know, it had my ups and downs. I won't go into it, but um, you know, found a found a good one now we landed on, and now it's just about getting in there, furnishing it up, making it socially distant safe so people don't feel like they're like elbow to elbow with people. Um, it's got seven rooms, a kitchen. So like I can, you know, if you're a member, you can just get your own room and you just have your own little thing in your own room. And then I got a dab room. I'm going to put a dab bar in there and you know, Oh, everything's oh. going to, every room's going to have its own vibe. That's, that's the vision, you know? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So that's sick that's sick i'm excited i'm excited man i yeah, appreciate it man yeah let me know anything i can do I'm, I'm excited for the process man i'm excited to check it out oh yeah you know when when we when we open we'll have to fly you down here man for the grand opening <laughs> hey hey man I'll, I'll just roll out i'll just roll out on my own will man so i got you yeah. here, man we'll smoke one too man but i appreciate you coming on today dude and uh i feel like i could just kick it and talk to you all night man <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Anytime, man. Thank you so much. Uh, absolutely, man. Uh, shit, I'm still jealous of everything you were showing off earlier, man. So I'm about to keep loading them up here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Peace, brother. Yeah, man. It's all good, man.